What up, y'all? Live from the Two and Files Me Cool Guy P, and I want to welcome y'all to the No Vaseline Podcast, a podcast that gives you the raw truth, even if it hurts. Live, oh, I already introduced myself. In house, we got my man Antoine, yeah. we got Malcolm, we got Matt, and a special guest, uh, author, motivational speaker, and my uncle. Calvin Purnell Jr. Say what's up to the people, y'all. What's going on? Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, y'all? I, I need some more energy than that. Come on, y'all. It's the new year. It's 2019. Let, 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 let's get it cracking. About to start talking about how to save money. Let's get hype. <laughs> let them know, man. Let them know. <laughs> I'm middle-aged, and it's almost my bedtime, so. Yeah, all right. That's the energy y'all going to get. <laughs> man, You're so. still young, cuz. Don't, don't tell them that. <laughs> man, so. I hope everybody had a uh, a happy new year. Um, I in part taked in some some turn ups. I did at the crib. Yeah, I seen. Yeah. that's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. oh, you looking at the score? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like the pictures, Chris, that you posted. No, I appreciate it. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Yeah, you know, had my family over. You know, we we had some good drink. A uh, little bit of a uh, uh, herbal essence, as I like to call it. <laughs> but it was good though. It was, it was a good time. We was home. We were safe, and we didn't spend no money like that. Hey, so I'm like, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. Happy New Year! It's always a good look. Yeah, man. So how, how about y'all? Every New Year's was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't great. even really drink, so I, I had a good time. And you know, I'm gonna say this real quick. Yo, Hell is about to freeze over. All that getting <laughs> drunk shit on New Year's, yo, you gotta be coherent because I had a lot of fun, right? Like just chilling. Uh huh. But I noticed, like, when you don't get that wasted, uh, because I get too, much, I get wasted a lot, and it was good not to get wasted this time. <laughs> <laughs> man, all right, shoot, man, let's let's get into it because uh, a lot of things has happened since the turn of the new year. Um, but I just really want to start it with our the home. I won't say our sister, but the home girl Tiffany Haddish. Okay, uh, had a New Year's Eve or New Year's Day show in Miami. I think it was New Year's Eve. Oh, New Year's yikes! Eve, and yeah, it was she, New Year's Eve. Damn, New Year's Eve. And drink? she bombed bad. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. To the point where people walked out and she was like, you know what? I forgot my jokes. Let's go have some drinks. <laughs> Damn. You know. How I, long was it? Like an hour? I think she's supposed to do like an hour. But. How long into it did she bomb? That I don't know. I, I got to say I don't, I, I, I don't want to say 15 minutes. Well, I was about to say, she couldn't have got that far through it if people right. booed and they left out. Like, mm-hmm. if, she had got, if it would have got corny at the end, they might have just supported her through it. But. Right. But for the simple fact that they booed her, it's like, I'm pretty sure you can, you can swing the crowd if right. you've been doing this for a decade, Tiffany. Well, why you had to say not. it like that, good brother? <laughs> right. Why you had to say it like that, man? No, nah, I'm just saying, right? It's yeah. Passionate. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he mm. is passionate, but No, I, I got to get on him about it. <laughs> it's all good. No, but I mean... I don't know how long it 
it was until her set where she everybody's like boo or How even, did she even, t- even, oh, even if she for, I think she forgot her jokes or something like that. You didn't see it, right? No. Right. I, I she probably took it well though. I just saw pictures of her like sitting on the stool on stage with a drink in her hand. I think I thought I seen this like look a, of disgust. A big like, ass bottle of Ciroc she was drinking out of. <laughs> was that? Was yeah. No, no, she was. She had a, a bottle of like orange Ciroc. Orange Ciroc bottle, oh, right? God. I think she might have got a little too tipsy. Yeah, because yeah. a, a little, just a little, just a tad bit too inebriated. I saw her, um, her, her, her IG post. That's unprofessional. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very yeah. professional, right? But um, I saw her IG post where she's promoting the show. Yes. but she forgot where the show was, the time. What? But I think it's because, of, I mean, in her defense, it might have been some jet lag, or she's been doing too much. She might have, she might have burnt herself out. Right. You know, I, I may be capable for about a look at y'all's faces, like y'all got that yeah, nigga, she whatever. Was a mentor. Yeah, but well, like Kyle yeah, just said, how, that's not professional. Like how, even though you you, you in the life now, you running right. around, you doing this, you doing scripts, you doing shows, so mm-hmm. you should have some type of like idea of what's going on. But for her to yeah, forget this and forget that. She deserved to get booed, like you know what I'm saying. Because yeah. people pay their money to have a good, a good laugh. Like I agree. I agree. And I might not think you funny or crazy, Tiffany. But at the same time, you got it to make people laugh. You it ain't right. like you just that ass. Like you're, mm-hmm. you, you have it. Like, <laughs> right. The other thing is, she made Good Morning America. How about it? She made Good Morning America. She was on. Yeah, when you make Good Morning America, you basically made it. Right. Mama, yeah. I made it. I'm right. here. Or they just trying to, um commercialize or her just her yeah, her, they, her like style because she ratchet john very you know very. what i'm saying like mm-hmm. monique made a good point about this chick like monique is very very funny right guys so would you she, she used funny. to be she's funny she's funny yeah she's funny she yeah she used to be very funny okay i just think yeah you know what monique is very funny to me like i like monique's style she's real she's straight to the point mm-hmm. and then she you know she got her shit about her too but I think she better. She got it better than Tiffany. Mm, yeah, I mean, well, that's my yeah, as far as like longevity in the game, I would say yeah. She obviously yeah. She, you know, she has more time in than Tiffany, and she's had the experience of bombing or just having some some solid writers under her. You know what I mean? Where Tiff is just Tiffany, and like I've I've known I've I've seen Tiffany in passing. I've interacted with her when I was when I was in L.A. and I know her story. Yeah. So it's like for her to have the story that she has, it was like what you mean her I'm, story? Like when you put a like, lot of emphasis on her story, like is it a bad story? Yeah, she grew up in foster care. Then after foster care, she was home, like doing comedy, homeless, living out of her car. So it's like knowing where she came from, I really want to see her win. Yeah, I mean, you know you what I mean. Want to see anybody when that go hard or what they believe in? Yeah, absolutely. And and just on the tip of what what Kyle was saying earlier. About having a mentor, I know um, Corey Holcomb reached out to say, like, you know, told her like the Fifty One Fifty show is, you know, it's open for you. Come on through, or you know, just on the tip of like, he, he even said like, look, I don't want nothing from you, like as far as sex, anything like that. I just want to help. I know, I know, I, I see that you're going to be a star, but I just want, I, I, I want to help. You know what I'm saying? And also. Um, I'm not sure if you remember the comedian named Pierre, Pierre Edwards. He reached out, did a whole video. It was like, look, I'm not hating on her. I'm not throwing shade. As a as an elder comedian to a younger comedian, I just want to help. 
there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, now, but that is a good thing, though. Like, it's a very good thing. You know, you don't all, everybody don't always have to jump on you and stuff. Absolutely. Some people, like, still, Every you know, still want to support mm-hmm. her and stuff like that, though. Because sometimes, you know, we be looking for a reason to jump on each other. How about kinda, it? And kind of throw each other under the bus so we can try to stand on somebody's shoulder. Exactly. So, I, mean, I, I give them that much. I.e. Cat Williams. Like, I, I posted a video of, um, of Pierre and my cousin commented and said that um so nobody's gonna say that cat williams was right about her it's like it's the difference between shitting on somebody while in the in the midst of their shine compared to just like look i'll mix it in the helping hand I mean, all right cat, you went through what you went through right. let me help you now you so know what i'm you saying cat was hating or he just was stating facts well cat no well cat cat has some bombs on stage too yeah he's had some bad moments on stage it happens to everybody that's right. what i was about to say right like, it's part of being comedian you absolutely gotta go through the failures to succeed right so you gotta even, see how it feel to fail even kevin hart talks about this in, in his book um that he was doing he he was on stage in Atlantic City and um somebody like he bounced so bad somebody threw a hot wing at him right. smacked him right in the face mm-hmm. you know what I mean so like it, it happens to everybody and, you, and Kevin Hart said I guess what you gonna laugh when he say that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying absolutely it, it just made me chuckle inside like I can see him saying on stage I, I did so bad they threw a chicken wing at me hit me right in my face like you know what I mean make a joke out of it right so I mean she'll bounce she'll bounce back from yeah, this of like she will. so. She did a movie with the top black women that's doing movies right now. What was it called? Girls, Girls Trip. Trip. Girls Trip. Trip. Yeah, like she cool. She's got a lot of movies though that she mm-hmm. did. She just did the night school thing. Night school she with killed. The last 18 with months. Kevin Hart, right. Right. She got a lot of good movies. Lot of movies though. And I think that's how she made it to Good Morning America. It was a movie they were promoting. Mm-hmm. Right. So they brought her on for that. Yeah. And but on the contrary, I I do want to shout her out for her protest that she's doing. I'm not sure if y'all know, but on that on that same video where she's promoting the show that she bombed she talks about um her protest instead of like marching and all that she's gonna start wearing furs attacking PETA. you know what i mean just like all right y'all feel this way about animals but we got black people innocent black people that's getting killed almost every day so what i'm gonna make gotta do with that just for the simple fact that PETA holds animals in higher regard more than people so what Peter got to do with that? <laughs> I'll say that again. So hold up, she about to go out and she's gonna go out and actually buy a fur. So buy a dead animal just to say yo, just, Peter. Just, just to piss she's Peter a off. Yeah, she's a, she. Yeah, she deserves to get booed. <laughs> just you right, yo. She the mentor, bro. That's some dumbass shit to I, do. I don't think so. It's, I'm gonna it's, go buy a dead animal. Because people getting killed and your your organization don't feel it. Tell her to go to that. Go, tell her go how the Me Too movement. Go how go help the young shorty out. What's the name again? Oh, uh, Centoya Brown. Yeah, go tell her. Go bring bring her up, Peter. Yeah, yeah. Like, you she know what? Pocket. I'm gonna shut down from that one. Ain't she a, a black point. woman too? You got a good point. Yeah, it's Tiffany Haddish from the Islands. Is she nah, from she, from, she from South Central. Yeah, she from LA. Yeah, South Central LA. About Peter, she <laughs> tripping. All right, yeah, my bad, y'all. No, no, but on the on the on, on, on the lines of uh, Centoya Brown, I want to talk about the young sister who was murdered by um, some racist white they, they, dude. They, they didn't catch him yet, right? Still ain't catching. Him. Still on the manhunt. Did they put his picture out? They don't have a sketch. So they don't even know his name. Yes, the the young sister Jasmine Barnes, please rest in peace. Um, and, and and the mom says 
not to cut you off, but to cut you off, the mom said that he like did this shit on purpose, right? Was yeah, he just he just pulled pulled over, got out the car, and just sprayed the car. Got out his his pickup truck and just sprayed the car for no reason. Then got in the truck and left. She talking about Peter though. but um i just want to um just send my condolences out to you know jasmine barnes family and you know please rest in peace uh jasmine barnes the young sister seven years old seven 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 years years old old. that's that's crazy i got an eight-year-old daughter i can't imagine yeah and what i what i did see is um Wide receiver for the Houston DeAndre Texans. Hopkins is going DeAndre donate, Hopkins is He's donating his playoff, playoff check, check for the funeral services. Yeah, so See, man, shit, much respect shit, for that. And shit like that, no no family should be coming out of pocket. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like This is where, as being black in this country, it should be like a GoFundMe page for situations like this. Because just, just in general. In general. like Because we know how fucked up it is. We know that the system is against us, right? So mm-hmm. why don't we put a system in place to help us out? You know what I mean? But ain't nobody thinking like that. Everybody for their own self, for their own self out here. No, I, think I, about I, I see. I see what you're talking about. But the thing is, we're trying to do it by, like, kind of. We're, we're trying to mold our agenda with the regular, the, with the agenda that's in today. You know what I mean? I.e., this, this, the government or just racist white folks that we're trying to appease and you know stuff like that. When, in my opinion, we should just be segregated like us black folks we come we 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 leave and just do our own thing and we just establish ourselves before we try to reintegrate into the regular society where we gonna go good question i don't know i mean i like the idea though yeah i mean go somewhere (laughs) in situations like that right it's not gonna work and i'm gonna Mm. gonna speak from a corporate standpoint right they have please do a lot of organizations a lot of large companies have these um what do they call them? Um, Super PACs or special nah, interest nah, groups? Nah. So they have like a black executives group, right? Mm. Uh, so, and what happens is you you become a member of the black executive group because mm-hmm. you're an African-American inside of these organizations. They all come together. But what happens is a lot of other nationalities come in there too because they want to see what the black folks are talking about. Right. So they, they, we open the door to them. Yeah, you can't you can't close you can't the door to them. Mm. You know, this is a corporate environment. You can't close the door to people that want to come in and you know and, and join a group. Mm-hmm. So you know you, I've seen it firsthand. You go to like a, a black organization. A corporation has the black organizations inside of it. Okay, they help them you know build so that everybody gets a mentor when they come in. Mm. But yet when they all come together to have like a black family reunion, so to speak, mm-hmm. you have a bunch of white people in there too. Right. So they're in there trying to see what's going on. They're in there enjoying the food. They're in there enjoying the music. They're wow. in there enjoying the people who they brought on to speak and to get the education too. You can't deny people from coming in. Like that's right. something that you just can't do. But so if a situation like you just said, mm-hmm. black people should come together and just move and go somewhere else and reestablish ourselves and get our ourselves going, it's not going to work that way mm. because other nationalities are going to want to say, "Oh, what are they doing over there?" But what? But why are we so? open to opening the door to them when they're not doing the same for us i mean you know then you you run into a situation like diversity and inclusion right you know you run into situations like that then you have lawsuits on your hands because you didn't open the door for somebody who wanted to see what was going on right Mm. crack the door open so i can see what you guys are talking about no we're keeping it closed because this is a private club well actually it's not a private club because this is a corporation wow 
you can't close the door. You can't. So then what will happen is lawsuits will happen because I was um, I was discriminated against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then once you get that discrimination, whereas once diversity kicks in, like a lot of times as a black person, if you start talking about diversity in an organization towards white people, they get scared and they back down and they're like, you know what? I don't want those problems. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Black mm-hmm. person. You know, you have a group of black people work, work, uh, working together, doing something great. Mm-hmm. And then a white person or somebody else from a different nationality wants to come in and say, hey, I want to be included in this. And you say, no, you can't because you're not African-American. You don't, you know, you can't be involved. Then mm-hmm. they start screaming diversity. Right? Mm-hmm. Lawsuits happen. You know, people get terminated. Wow. You, you just got to be careful. Like, you just can't do that. Well, <laughs> I don't know what else to say after that. Shit. Um, got to... Go ahead, go, go, no, go, go you ahead. gotta learn the game. You do basically. Mm. You do. You just gotta be smart. You know, right. ten steps ahead of the rest, and get, and get mentors. Right, and that's I, it. And I, don't, <laughs> and, and I don't think it's bad to bring people in because right. you know, like you want everyone to learn a craft or mm-hmm. their own craft and learn. I can learn from him. I can learn from me. I can learn from you. So you know, it's good to let people in, but you don't want to let the wrong energy in. Right. And it's just like, you know, when it comes to finances, diversifying your finances, mm-hmm. you have to do that in order to gain. Right. If you don't, you're not going to gain. You keep doing the same, same thing, thing over, over and over again. again. Guess right. what you're going to get? The same, same thing. Ooh, isn't that, that something that we're talking about? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. That's one of your main talking points. Uh-huh. All right. So I want to move on to this whole McDonald's beatdown because she, she gave that dude i mean even though it's mcdonald's but she did give him the two-piece in the biscuit <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying biscuits at mcdonald's say it again they got biscuits at mcdonald's oh in the morning yeah, you're absolutely right the two-piece they got two-piece nuggets 24 7 uh-huh. two-piece nuggets yeah you get chicken tenders at mcdonald's you can get a biscuit they got 20 they got breakfast 24 7 well never mind you can, <laughs> you, you can get pizza down south of mcdonald's shit you can get breakfast from popeyes yeah down south but we ain't got to talk about that. But no, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to, uh, just just talk about, you know, it it, it really it, it really seems like since you know forty five is in office, you know, racist Caucasian people feel like they have this green light to tee off on any black person they see because they know they'll get away with it. But in this instance. I'm so glad that somebody, instead of, you know, recording something, they fought back. This sister fought back and she fought back. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I, in my opinion, I, I really feel like it should be more of that. Just just so we can kind of regulate this whole, you know, racist attack issue. Yeah, you got you know me fucked up type situation. Yeah, right. Right. You got me fucked up. Right. Right. You can't right. just reach over and grab a young black woman like that and not expect some kind of repercussion. Like, I, she fought back as she should have fought back. Absolutely. She fought back. But I, 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 more I watched it, I was, I kind of wish that the, the, the gentleman that she exactly. with had fought back too. Right? Exactly. I mean, I know you should your job. They might have families and, you know, you asking somebody to put mm-hmm. their job on the line, but. It's like I know for me and myself in that instinct, I feel like my instincts would have took over. And yeah, I saw for sure. A, a woman getting hit on, even I mean, even if he wasn't white, but especially because mm-hmm. he was, well, I, I, I would have just, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have lost it, and I right. would stop thinking. I would have been like, no, nah, I got, I got to get off my, probably, your friend, probably mm-hmm. if anything else, a, a coworker, but absolutely, yeah, I would have lost it. Now I'm, I'm on the tip where it's like, 
and I've seen the shirt by this. Um, it used to be called What's Up African, but now it's like Dope Tribe Worldwide, whatever. But they have a shirt that says protect black queens by by any means. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's my mindset now. It's like if I see a sister is in danger to somebody that's outside of her race, even I feel like it, it shouldn't it should be like matter. that. It, should, right. it shouldn't it should, matter. It shouldn't matter either but way. Just because of the time we're in, I feel like that takes precedent. So it's just like if I see a sister in in, in some kind of danger or, or she's getting assaulted by by somebody I feel led to step in and instead of minding my business. Are you going to ask questions first? You just going to jump in? Because <laughs> nigga, you might be doing the wrong thing. She this might, is true, but she might deserve that ass whooping. You ain't supposed to hit women, but you know what I'm saying. Some I, chicks get out of pocket, bro. Nah, in this I, day, in this day, I we get live, it. This day and age, we living in. Woo! I, I get it, but I, I'm the type now where it's like I'll swing first, ask questions later. All right. I know I'm taking yeah, a risk. I know I'm taking a good huge luck, risk, bro. but at the at the same time, it's just like, I mean, we all we all got a target on our back. So I'd rather help or at least try to, to defend before I'm like trying to investigate. Well, you know that, what I'm saying? That's why it's important to learn self defense because absolutely you, when you come into a situation with when you have learned self-defense classes you know how to defend mm-hmm. yourself you can ask questions a nigga in your face bro you already thinking like bro you don't want this and you right. can even tell him like look cuz i'm asking you what's going like, on just, just be cool up. just be cool like right bye bye boop that's all you need like then you good but mm-hmm. you don't want to just start doing because you don't know what's going on i seen a video on facebook last week a security guard at like a market i, I know this wasn't in the u.s i think it was like in 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 africa so okay Yo, they lit this nigga up. He tried to stop Bull from stealing something. His homies was outside waiting for him. Guess what his homies did? Ran up on him and killed him. Wow. Because, you know, he didn't observe, observe the, the whole, circumference. Like, he, he didn't observe the context. Man. So, so. Kyle, I want to throw this to you because before the show, we was talking about, um, we were talking about the situation. And you said you had some similar um, experiences when you worked at McDonald's when you were younger. Yeah, so. I got to be careful because I work for a large organization and I'm not trying to put myself in the situation. I'm in a leadership position right? and I can't speak on certain matters. For, but for the record, we are talking about the past more than 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. And I, and I agree with that, but still. So yeah, so mm-hmm. I ran into some racist issues when I used to work at McDonald's and you know, we had a lot of racist issues, mm-hmm. you know, young black men working in, in the predominantly white neighborhood and you know, the cops would come in and, take the defense and the side of the people who were giving us trouble at times mm-hmm. you know, they coming in calling us all kinds of crazy names and so forth and you just gotta you know do your best to be under control because one right. you're not trying to lose your job mm-hmm. because you know if you're working there obviously you need it right, right. so you, you're like you know let me make the best decision possible because mm-hmm. at this point nobody came across the counter and put their hands on us but they definitely threatened us right, right. and we had words back and forth back and forth back and forth and then, you know they start calling oh you nigger this you nigger that and it's just like you just gotta laugh at it because right. it's like yo i've been called that all my, my life. life you can't come up with anything Shit, more we, right we call each other niggas so i'm not gonna <laughs> let this bull get me you know what I'm saying? Right, so that, right. that's like the dumbest thing in the world for for an actual black person to get mad that a white person called him a nigga when mm-hmm. your own brother calling you a nigga. Right, and you yeah. really like, yo, what's up, cuz? Like we, but you, now you getting mad because you hear the err on it, nigga. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's, grow that's, up. What, that's that what they call. Get a mentor. That's what they call slave residue. <laughs> 
No, but um. Oh, I like that. Slave residue. Slave residue. Slave residue. Ew, I like that. I'm about to put that down. Hilarious. That was crazy. But um, let's move on, and we got to talk about our Eagles. Oh, Somehow, yeah, some way, the they made it into the playoffs. Somehow, some way. Somehow, some way. They worked for that. Yeah. Somehow, I mean, after, some <laughs> way. For that. After that Saints game, I had him dead, though. I, I'm not going to lie. This is I why I say, somehow, some way, with all the injuries we had, the record, like we, I mean, God honest truth here, we wasn't supposed to make the playoffs. They worked for that. They made it. You know why they made it? Why because they, they, they worked work for that. For that. Yeah. They worked <laughs> work for that, and he got a better quarterback. Mm. Antoine, I'm gonna throw this to you because Antoine is our, our resident Eagles analyst. Well, I'm a, well sports know, analyst, I should say. And I'm a Wentz supporter. I, like, please. I, I, I feel like I mean he Foles has played. Has been he's, playing he's playing better. Good. Like I said, I feel like Wentz is Wentz was pressing coming off the injury, not being fully healthy. Mm-hmm. That ACL takes a year and some change to heal from, and mm-hmm. he came back. Like eight months after mm-hmm. he tore his ACL, MCL, and PCL, he tore God. three ligaments in his knee. God. And um, I think the line wasn't playing good to start the season off. So mm-hmm. in his mind, he was like, "As soon as we go to the line, all right, mm-hmm. what, what, what route is Ertz running? Because I'm getting his ball out of my hands and throwing right. Ertz, and that hurt the over the offense overall. Absolutely. So Foles, and then like I said, Foles is coming and he's done his thing, but it hasn't really been too much pressure on. Him. Mm-hmm. Like when Foles stepped in, you know nobody expected us to beat LA, right? Or Houston, right? Um, they just was hoping that you know they were just hoping. All right, maybe Foles would come in and get the magic again. Like when mm-hmm. he came in last year, we'd already had the number one seed, mm-hmm. so it was just like all right. And a lot of people thought that was it for us. Oh, we lost our momentum. We lost Wentz. We're gonna be one and done. So the, the true Eagles fans, or um, most of the local Eagles fans, was you know still hoping we could pull it out, but right. The, the overall national media had kind of wrote, wrote us off after that. Absolutely. And um, I'm happy he's winning because I'm an Eagles fan. So, like, I'm happy for Foles to come in here and do his job and um, help us succeed. And I think we can pull it off uh, on Sunday. Sunday 420? Yeah, 4, yeah, something like that. I think we could pull it off. I think we got to uh, – we can't have three and outs early, though. No, you don't want you don't want um, Khalil Mack with his heels. With, you know, what I mean, just being able to tee. That's off. who I'm worried about. Yeah. Out of everybody in Chicago, I'm worried about him the most. Yeah, because he's a he's a he's a uh, turn. He's a he's he's really good at the strip sack. Yeah, so you don't, don't want too many turnovers. And I think if we if we try to get him on the heels fast, like the the outshine the folds the folds the outshine hookup has been working for us the last mm-hmm. few weeks. So I think if we take some shots downfield early. And we can put points up when we get the opportunity. Absolutely. If we can don't have a lot of three and outs early in the game and put pressure on uh, the Bears quarterback, Trubisky, mm-hmm. and force him to have to put the ball in the air a lot, I think we can turn him over. I think our, if our D-line can get that pressure on him, we can turn him over. All right, so I know how you feel about Foles. Yeah. Cal, do you think that Foles should be the Eagles' long-term quarterback over Wentz? No. Because you, you did say that he's the better quarterback. I think I do think he's the better quarterback. For, for this season for or this, just? For this season, uh, definitely. Mm. You know, I think that, I think Wentz should have taken some time off, you mm-hmm. know, longer to really make sure he was okay. Right. Um, you know, not to put anything against Wentz. I like him a lot. I think he's a great quarterback, but mm-hmm. he's still young. Yeah. You know, he's still got a lot to learn. And, you know, we had a great season with him last year up until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But, you know. 
Foles came in and, and picked up where Wentz left off, if not even better. And now he's doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, Wentz got hurt again. And it's just like, all right, dude, this should be a lesson. Sit down mm-hmm. for a little bit. You know, right. Every time, everybody needs a lesson to sit down and, and, and get their lives together. True. So, you know, you got to heal. You got to properly heal. If you don't properly heal, then you're just going to put yourself at risk to get hurt again. Absolutely. Right. And so, this, this is what we were saying. Like, I, I feel like, you know, the Eagles, even the fans, we, we rushed Wentz back. Because in the beginning of the season, you know, me, you went to the, to the Eagles game for the preseason. Foles was in. And everybody was like, oh, we need Wentz. We need Wentz. Like, where's when is when is he coming back? Mm-hmm. Comes back what? Week three? Week three, yeah. They, they didn't he didn't they didn't look good with Foles in the preseason in the first two weeks. And then right. and then for Wentz, you gotta think about it. You get hurt, mm-hmm. the backup comes in, and he don't just win. He wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that I know that was a hard pill to swallow. You it can you can was. say you for the team and you happy all you want, but mm-hmm. part of him. Even if it's just a tiny, small, little part in the subconscious, it's like, I wish we had lost. Or that should have been lost. me. The lost. Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, that should have been me. Right. Man, that should have been me out there. Like, that's hard right. to be a starting right. quarterback and to watch somebody come in, do your job, and get all the way. All the accolades. All the way to the top and get the Super Bowl MVP and get a statue outside the facility. Damn. They put a statue yes. up outside? Yeah. They, they, they put a statue up with a Philly special. Better quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, just joking. now I, I think he is, though. Hold See, up. That's all it took, though, to... Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like the statue. I didn't like the statue. There, that's how you know, yo. We some thorough cats out here, cause this city turn get turning upside down. It's a bunch of riders out here, bro. Cause like, yo, how you get a statue? I don't know why sports no, like that. I no, know no. you shouldn't have got a see, statue. See, Rocky this got is a statue. statue. Yeah, should have got a statue. Said, Rocky, Rocky got, got a statue. statue. Yeah, like yes. so. It don't it don't take much. Now, don't take much. I mean, all you gotta do is win a Super Bowl to get a statue. Or be or, Sylvester Stallone. Or get a statue. Yeah, make a movie that, that that inspires people. Even though we had Joe, no, uh, Joe Frazier, he could have got a statue, right. but he didn't get Why didn't one. Why did he put a statue in? Why didn't Joe Frazier get a statue? It's a good question, Sway. I don't know. You know what's crazy? I, bring this up just to get it out the way real quick. That whole Rocky situation. I didn't know Sylvester Stallone wrote the whole thing. Yeah, yeah he, he wrote it in his yeah. car. Yo, listen, and not only that, right? I learned that uh, they did not want him to star in it. He said, yo, y'all not taking this movie unless I'm in this movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't want a porn star doing that. Oh, he a porn star? He was. Oh, shit. That's how he made money. I yo, Sylvester. Sylvester. What was his porn name? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the Italian. <laughs> 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 yo, I, had, no, I never knew that. I never knew I that. I didn't know that. Yo, either. we got to make a the parody you of know. that, bro. We got to do a parody of that. Like I ain't do, I'm not shooting that. <laughs> Nigga, you'll shoot it. You got Mount right. <laughs> Our cameraman right here can do that. I'm not doing that. That'd be hilarious. I mean, not a real porno, just like a. Funny oh, that's that's what I thought you were saying. You a freak, bro. I'm trying to. Yo, Chris, you be on some other shit. <laughs> hilarious, but you know what? Um, before we before we dive into this topic, I want to take a quick break, real quick, and Damn, then just fast. just come back, and then um, we going we going to get into this because it's going to get heavy. All right, is that all cool? Right. That's cool. All right, bet. All right. No Vesley podcast on WJMS Radio. We'll be right back. They like, you know, it beats retro. She blows a major section below to start out, but with what you might say, standard style. Mm-hmm. See, what I'm saying is, you take the key of C. You got the partials of the note C there. That's your harmonic series. But that's all you got, man. 
That's all you got. You can run up, you can run down, but you can't run sideways. You can't run from the law, little baby. I'm outside the law. La, 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 wait till I give my money right. Dream, I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. To whom much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he get the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. And what I do, act more stupidly. Bought more jewelry, more Louis V. My mama couldn't get through to me. The drama, people suing me. I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Cosby's. I ain't go to hell, man. I guess the money should have changed them. I guess I should have forgot where I came from. La, 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 la. Wait till I get my money right. La, 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 la. Then you can't tell me nothing. Suicide doors. This is my life, homie. You decide yours. I know that Jesus died for us, but I couldn't tell you who the side was. So I parallel double park that motherfucker sideways. Old folks talking about back in my day. But homie, this is my day. Class started two hours ago. Oh, am I late? No, I already graduated. And you can live through anything if magic made it. They say I talk with so much emphasis Ooh, they so sensitive Don't ever fix your lips like collagen To say something where you gon' end up apologizing Let me know if it's a problem then Aight, man, hollering La, 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 la Wait till I get my money right La, 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 la Then you can't tell me Let that man get past. He don't even stop to get gas. If he can move through the rumors, he can drive off of fumes, cuz. How he move in a room full of no's? How he stay faithful in a room full of hoes? Must be the pharaohs, he in tune with his soul. So when he buried in a tomb full of gold, treasure, what's your pleasure? Life is a uh, depending how you dress her. So if the devil wear Prada, Adam, Eve wear Nada, I'm in between, but way more fresher, but way less effort, cause when you try hard, it's when you die hard, your homies looking like why God, when they reminisce over you, my God. La, 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 wait till I get my money right, la, 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 then you can't tell me nothing Tell me nothing. Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. La, 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 
<laughs> and we back y'all to uh no vaseline podcast it's a podcast that gives you the raw truth even if it hurts live from the 215 is me cool guy p in the house we got antoine in the house we got Calvin. in the house we got malcolm in the house we got maddie matt baby maddie, matt. man so i played this song for a reason um it's 2019 everybody want to get their money right um, especially, you know, it's the start of the new year, so everybody thinks this is going to be like a fresh start for everybody. Everybody's hitting the reset button, but I feel like the first thing that needs to have the reset button hit is our pockets. You know, everybody wants to get, everybody wants to get money. Everybody wants to have a healthy and wealthy type of year, but a lot of people don't know how to manage their money, and nobody's really educated on how money works. So. I just thought we would be able to talk about it a little bit and just, you know, hash some questions out. And this is why we, we, we brought Calvin in because he's not an expert, but he, he's learning. But he I, I really feel like in just me being his nephew, I've learned a lot when it comes to like money management and learning how to save and stuff like that. So this is why, you know, I wanted you to come on so you can just share your, your knowledge with everybody. So this way we can all have a, a leg up, you know, so. Oh, okay. So I just want to start off with this question for you, Calv. Like, so how old were you when the light bulb went off on um in your head when it comes to saving and money management? How like how how old were you? Forty. Wow. And how old are you now? Forty three. That's when the light bulb went off. Okay. It was like, yo, like you really need to get your life together when it comes to your finances because mm-hmm. you're close to retirement age. Mm. And I never really thought about it like that okay. until I started thinking of myself as being middle-aged Okay. and understanding that, you know, from years, mm-hmm. I mean, years, I screwed up my money. Like, I was just living like I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to be fly. You was living your best life. I guess. <laughs> no, not really. Actually, no. <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't living my best life. I was actually um, living the worst life. Living my worst life. Got you. And, you know, I wasn't, on, I wasn't in, in a situation where... I had um, <laughs> I had uh, my finances together. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those things where it was just like, you know, I'm just going to do what I want when I want. Make sure my kids get what they want when mm-hmm. they want it and get the things that they need. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think about tomorrow. Mm. You know, it's like you get you get you bring snacks in the house. Right. And you just eat up all the cookies. You don't even think about wanting cookies tomorrow. You just right. Eat that entire pack. Mm. Whereas your finances, you need to think about that from a long term perspective. You need, you know, you get a paycheck. You need to make sure that you're like, all right, putting some money to the side. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about doing any of that. Right. I was never taught to save. I was told I needed to save, but I was never taught how to save. Mm-hmm. That's big. That's so big. when you get those situations in your life, it's um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all right, wait. So let l- let me illustrate that for the listeners. The reason the reason why we're laughing. So you know, Calvin's here. He he has his his camera set up to record, get some sound bites from the show. But in the background, you have Maddie Matt. You know, doing his thing, ha- handling his scandal. 
So and it's all good. It's all I'm, good. I'm not posting the video. I'm just getting sound bites. <laughs> My bad. It's good. It's good. It's a good. Com- it's a, it was a good little comedy. You know, right. Way. We needed that little laugh because it was getting deep. But we need to keep getting deep. Right. But um, yeah, I was never told how to save, mm-hmm. and I was just like I said, I was told. I was told you have to save, but never, nobody ever took the time to show me what I needed to do. Mm. You know, I heard about the concept, and my dad talked about it all the time. Pay yourself first. Okay. You know, and I understood what he meant by that. Pay yourself first. Not saying, all right, let me go out here and buy something for myself because I want this. It's right. more along the lines of when you get your paycheck, put some money to the side for a rainy day type of thing. Mm. Even though he told me to do that, I never did it. Right. It took me some time to get to that point to do that. So um, when I turned 40, you know, I had a situation happen where I lost some property. Mm. And that was a wake up call because it was like, yo, man, like for real, for real, you could probably be homeless. Wow. You know, and right. it's just like, man, like this is real. Mm-hmm. And that's when it hit home. Start putting some money to the side and, mm-hmm. and making sure you make the right decisions. So, yeah, I was 40 when it hit me. Dang. I, I know for me, when it comes to like budgeting, that didn't that light bulb didn't hit until three weeks ago so i had to talk with my grandfather went down to his crib and he just broke some stuff down to me and he made me an excel sheet for learning how to budget like and and i want to say it's it's not not more it's not budgeting it's more so knowing where your money is going so instead of like just trying to all right yeah i bought this i bought that i bought that then two days later you had your check now your check is gone it's like yo where did my money go mm-hmm. you know you you see memes all the time on social media where it's like yeah i got 250 dollars in my in my account you check your account is 250 or two thousand fifty cents you know what i'm saying instead of 250 dollars that you thought you had so with that excel sheet it was just like bing light bulb it's like okay maybe i need to do this just it's a practical way to really track where my money is going and i know what i'm spending my money on like frivolous stuff i know i can cut away from that and another thing was opening up um a second checking account didn't know about that i'm like open up second checking account for what he's like that's what you that second checking account is for your bills so when you get your check you just transfer your money over into that other account that's for your bills and that's it and then whatever you have left from your original account you can either save it or you know put it and mm-hmm. put it away invest it or whatever but i didn't know that until three weeks ago yeah i, I heard uh steve harvey was talking about that on the morning show mm. so oh, how, yeah talking him and how him and his wife they had like four accounts wow they're like a joint account they both had a joint their joint account mm-hmm. that the bills come out of uh a savings account mm-hmm. and then they had like just their accounts where they they buy whatever they want right you know like they, they don't they don't ask each other about what they buy with that account because they had the other accounts man so yeah. and when my grandfather told me he was like how old is my grandfather he's what 60, 66 66 and he didn't like the light bulb didn't go off in his head for that until he was 50 like 50 55 range so it was just like he's telling me i'm he's like yo i'm telling you this now so you don't have to wait until you're 50 to figure it out like how i did you're 30 years old right you can figure it out figure now it out so now. this way by the time you're 50 55 you can you have a nice little nest egg right 
And I'm like, man, I wish she could have told me this when I was 22. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, right. like, from 22 and I'm 30 now, it's like, I could have had something. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, you, you know, as they say, you live and you learn. You know what I mean? And over time, you just, wisdom comes. Um, but next question I have, um, Calvin. I mean, anybody can uh, chime in on this as well. But um, is credit beneficial for people or is it a trap? It's one hundred percent beneficial. Explain it to me, because I mean, a lot of people may think it's nah, a trap. It's, it's one hundred percent beneficial because it gives you power to do things. Like, mm. You know, and, and anybody who thinks that it's a trap, I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's in my humble opinion. I feel like people trap themselves. Mm. You know, because you with that thinking, yeah, thinking process, your thought process, mm-hmm. and the things that you do, your actions, like whatever it is that you're doing with, with your money. Mm-hmm. If you don't save, if you buy the things you want versus the things that you need you're putting yourself into it you're trapping yourself mm. and you know you just can't live beyond your means like right. you have to be able to put yourself in a situation where you're living below your means really absolutely you know so that way you're stacking money you know and that's a, a that's disciplined lifestyle yeah okay yeah and um you know that's that's what's important is just taking the time to understand where your finances are going mm-hmm. what you're paying out you know how much money you're actually saving mm-hmm. so no it's not a trap um, you definitely need your credit and you have to learn how to how to use your credit when you right. have it. So for dummies, explain what exactly credit is, if you can. Oh, so yeah, so credit is again, I'm not an expert. Credit is, you know, an opportunity for you to utilize to purchase things. Like that's just if you want to purchase a house, you need credit in order to buy a house. Mm-hmm. It's basically your name. Mm. You, if you want your name in good standings, you have to make sure you present yourself properly. So your credit has to be organized and, and presented properly. Because mm. you try to buy a house, buy a car, rent a house, lease a car, or let's say you, you're renting an apartment or you're renting a house and you say, you know what, I need a washing machine, but I can't afford to buy it. So you probably go to one of these spots like uh, like errands or rent-a-center. Like yeah, rent-a-center type places. You know, even though they don't run your credit, they just let you say, all right, here you go. Uh, you just have to pay this X amount of dollars every week, every month, however however they see fit. But if you don't pay that, mm-hmm. they're going to send you to collections. Yeah. And then that's going to go on your credit. Yeah. That you owe somebody something. So if you're not protecting yourself and paying your bills on time and taking care of your finances, your credit will be shot. So, so I didn't give a great explanation of what credit is. I gave an example of how you can use credit and get credit. And, you know, so, you know. So hearing, hearing you uh, speak on this is like credit is more so like a financial reputation. Definitely. OK. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you if your rep is bad, if, you, if your financial rep is bad, you ain't getting no product that or people aren't really going to trust you. Right. right? Exactly. OK. Exactly. Gotcha. Just like you know, like I said, you, you know, your credit is who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, just like if you somebody asks, "Hey, can you write me a letter of recommendation?" But you know, this person's track record is I, they show up to work late, they don't do all their work that they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You are not going to write that person the letter of recommendation because now you're associating your name with that person, and mm. whoever's reading that is going to say, "You know what? You vouch for this person, so it must be real." Right. And if they say you say all these great things about the person in the letter of recommendation and then this person gets the job based on that 
when they get that job and they start showing up to work late and they start not doing producing and, and being a team player and so forth like that, the hiring manager might look at that letter of recommendation and say, man, this was garbage. Right. And guess what? Your name is trash now. Yeah. So you just burned your credit with that person. Wow. And if you find yourself in a position where you need a job and you wrote a letter of recommendation for somebody and that hiring manager brought that person on based on your letter of recommendation and that hiring manager happens to be the person that you have to interview with, mm-hmm. they might remember your name and say, man, you don't have good credit. I can't rock with you. Wow. Right. You know, so just an, an analogy. Right. You know, that's, that's, a, real, that's some real into the mic into the mic (laughs) that's some true shit right there because i had a situation where i got a front of gig and he just started acting crazy so i had to go to the hire manager like look i know i recommended him but he just i don't know what's going on with my man so and you know what he looked at me he looked at me dead in my face and was like well you make the call mason i said damn (laughs) that's why i was coming to you to tell you like look i brought him in but i don't know what he's doing like i wanted you to be like i'll handle it but he but he he kept it real with me as Mm -hmm. a man you brought him in now you gotta cut him it's up to you so then i'm like all right well if i if i let him stay i know him so Mm -hmm. he gonna be like on some bullshit it's gonna happen again it might not be a week from now hilarious it's gonna be again though so it's just like i had to handle that shit like Yep. Right. You gotta protect it at all costs. And and can we, and that's and guess what guys? That's called accountability. Okay. Yeah. Being yeah. accountable. There you go. That that's his that's, that's his word story. on this show. <laughs> accountability. Yeah. So just just another quick um quick thing on, on finances. Like one of the thing um as far as credit is concerned, like you know you got people who are multimillionaires, people who are well off, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a friend who is well off and you know, we were talking about the bevel clippers. And he was like, oh, yeah. how much did you pay for those? And I was like, I got them on sale for like a buck sixty because they when they first came out, I was an early, early Bring my closer to you. He said bring my closer to you. I was an early adapter, so um got it for a cheap price. Then I picked up a second unit off of Amazon for the same price. And I told him, I said, you know, I got them for a buck sixty both times. Mm-hmm. You know, check them out. I said, but regular price is like two hundred. Right. And he was like, All right, you know, I'm gonna check it out. So he checked it out. He texted me, he was like, yo. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't justify pulling the trigger on these Jones because they two hundred dollars, and I'm saying like, you know, he's well off. You complaining about two hundred dollars, but at the end of the day, that's how the wealthy keep their money. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, that's how they stay rich. They keep their money because they are thrifty. They make sure that they don't spend money on things that they don't need. Like, yeah, they don't mm. they don't that's good. That's that good. Need. If I don't need it, I'm not doing it. Right. So, Black Friday came. And I saw that they went on sales, like 20% off. Sending the text, like, yo, here go the link for the uh, for the bevels. You get 20% off. And he was like, my man, thanks, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And he got them. So, you know, you just got to, you know, take, make sure that you, you're spending your money wisely. Yeah. So, so just just on credit, um, I know we, we talked about, you know, what it is. But if somebody somebody who's listening, they don't, they don't have credit. Mm-hmm. But... You know they're they're searching to get credit on something, or they they want to get a car one day, but they don't have credit. How does one establish credit? Um, so they have these uh, what is secure credit cards. Mm-hmm. You can get a secure credit card, and it'll help you establish credit. And basically, you put money on this card, mm-hmm. and that's all you can spend. Right. So if you got three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars, you put it on that card. That's all you can spend. Right. You can't spend anymore until you put more money on it. Mm-hmm. So once you start to you know get that going that'll help you establish your credit and then once you get some you know decent scores mm-hmm. you can go for like a low a low balance credit card um credit one is mm-hmm. a good one no is it yeah, credit one bank 
and Capital One. And, Cap- and Capital One, those mm-hmm. are two um, good companies to go with to get a low to get a low balance credit card to get yourself established. You get a three three hundred dollar unsecured credit card and mm-hmm. start you off with that. And if you just keep that um, that credit card, you know, at a low balance. Mm-hmm. So if you get three hundred dollars, they say don't go over thirty percent. Thirty percent, yeah. That'll help you, you know, look as though all right, he's you know he's maintaining, he's not overspending, he's not mm-hmm. maxing out his credit card, or he or she's not maxing out their credit card. It'll give them, you know, other creditors an opportunity to look at you and say, okay, you're within good standings of what you what you have now. You're able to manage what you have. Mm-hmm. We'll give you more money. And the other thing is, if you have those types of credit cards, if you pay consistently six, seven months in a row, they'll right. start to increase your limit. Yeah. And that's something that's a good thing because that helps your debt to income ratio, you know, balance out more. So it shows that you have more available credit. You have more more money available to you and it'll give other creditors an opportunity to say hey i'm a rock with you so this. so to add on that you you, you talked about you just uh, mentioned debt to income ratio mm-hmm. what is that so debt to income ratio is how much money you have or how much with what your balance is based on what you're actually spending like mm. if you have multiple credit cards and let's say you have three credit cards five thousand dollar balance and some other debt that's going on. So let's just talk about three three credit cards. Five thousand dollar balance. So you have fifteen thousand dollars available to you through credit. Mm-hmm. And if that, if those credit card usages are high, mm-hmm. basically your in, your debt to income ratio is high. Mm. So that's saying that hey, you don't have the ability to utilize a credit that that's available to you. So now it's going to limit your ability to get more credit. Mm. So if you're in a situation where you're like, you know, I want to go get a car, want to go buy a car and you need to either lease that car or finance that car. Guess guess what? You now have bad credit because your credit score is low because your debt to income ratio is high. Mm. And you're like, well, wait, but I have credit. Yeah, you have credit, but your your credit is bad. So when you have a credit card, they say try not to go over 30% usage mm-hmm. and then if you don't go over 30 percent usage your credit score is going to start to go up right and you just have to be cognizant of that so make sure y'all got you jump on to um credit karma yeah yeah um, credit karma. get a free account on there that way yeah. you get to get it you get to see what your credit score looks like it's not your actual credit score it's just an estimate right. so let me ask you a question if i had a credit score like 500 all right no like 485 or some crazy shit right how long would it take for it to get to like a a good standing like a year i heard you say six to seven months but well that the six to seven months was in reference to a credit card that you had that has a low balance if you paid that credit card on time mm-hmm. consistently for six to seven months mm-hmm. credit one capital one they'll increase your credit limit all right so that's for that now if you have a credit score that's like four or five four something 500 yeah as your credit score mm-hmm. it depends i mean it could be you have bills that you just didn't pay to one in the collections or you have a student loans student, or something student loans that mm-hmm. type of thing so right. it depends on how fast you can pay those things down got you oh, okay for you. all right boom because i i played around like i play around with my credit my credit score uh-huh. and i did this early when i was learning about finances i was like all right i got these two credit cards the balance is high on both of them my credit score was low so i said you know what let me just pay these bad boys off I paid them off. I waited like two weeks, looked at my credit score on Credit Karma. That bad boy shot up. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. Right. You know, it depends on how fast you pay it off. So if you take long to pay off those, those debt, right. that debt that you have, then your credit score is going to take that much longer to, to go up. Okay. Makes it's, sense. Because I tell you, like, I um was it last year? Yeah, last last year. Early last year, I had a um, secure credit card. Mm-hmm. You know, $200 limit because that's, that's how much I put it on it. And 
I just know from like the first three months that I used it, kept it under thirty percent. My credit score like shot up like a hundred points because like I was at like a forty-five. But after using you know the my my secure credit card for just like getting gas or buying some like quick groceries real quick stuff that I, I know that I can pay back right. with just like the next paycheck. After like three months, my credit score shot up like 50, 75 points. I was like, oh yeah, that's good. Oh, okay. All right, let me let me do this some more. And plus I had, I just got a uh, a new car. Well le- lease a new car and me paying on my car shot up my credit score some more. So it was just like, all right, maybe if I do this some more and I'm constantly looking at my credit score, this will encourage me to constantly um, pay on my credit card and, and pay my car note on time, stuff like that, because I want my credit score to be in the 800s. Right now, it's at like a, it's at a high five, but you got to talk about that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's progress. Right. So. Yeah, and that's it. Slow progress. Right. No progress. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so. Um, I, I had a question I wanted to ask, but I wanted to keep it in the flow of this whole credit thing. Oh, so you no, know, I've known you for years, <laughs> but <laughs> obviously. obviously, but um, you purchased a car working at McDonald's. Yeah. How did you do that? Because I mean, you don't see a lot of that now. Like people work at McDonald's, but they they content with catching a bus. Because it's like, oh, I'm only working at McDonald's. I can't afford no car. So how did you do that? I worked full time at McDonald's as a teenager mm. um, in high school. And even after I graduated high school, I worked full time. And it was just one of those things where I saw a car that I wanted and saved a couple of dollars and then just went after it. Sound like you had a plan, brother. Yeah, you have to have a plan. You know, mm. it, was, it wasn't a great plan. But it was um, a plan. But it was a plan. Right. So, you know, it was just like one of those things where I'm like, man, I really want that car. That's going to be my graduation gift to myself. And I went ahead and I just got it. You know, But it's just one of those things where you have to be diligent mm-hmm. and focus on whatever it is that you want. Just go after it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a smart move because I didn't have credit. So I had to have a co-signer, my mom co-signed for me, which mm-hmm. helped me establish credit. Um, so it was a high interest finance. And that payment was pretty high. Mm. I'm an 18 year old driving a 1995 Dodge Neon, paying 350 a month. Damn. In 1994. Mm. But I was 18. Right. right. And it was like, you know what? I'm driving a brand new car. Right. And it's the car that I want. Right. So I'm straight. <laughs> so when it comes to like saving, what are some of your like discipline practices that you that you put in to help you save and encourage you to save? So. You gotta have some life hacks. Mm. Um, you have to figure out what works best for you, right? Okay. You know, because it's not—it's not a cook. It could be a cookie cutter process, but it's not a cookie cutter process. Some people can do the same things as others, but you got to be able to scale it down or scale it up, right, for okay. yourself, because everybody's finances aren't the same. So, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I learned to do is whenever I have high denomination bills in my pocket, I use them. And whenever, whatever change I get back, if there are ones or fives, they get put to the side. Mm. So if I'm out today, today I'm out, got five twenties in my pocket. All right, going to work. Let me go get a breakfast sandwich. Bam, it was a twenty. They give me my change back. And because, and this is, this is, I swear, God has disciplined me with this because 
I told myself I'm gonna save ones and I'm gonna save fives. So if I break that 20, crazy thing is, they give me three fives back. Right. <laughs> so you, so you can't spend it. Mm-hmm. You know, it right. just always happens that way. And because I got three fives back, I gotta put those to the side because I said, you know what, I'm saving ones and I'm saving fives. So now, all right, man, go upstairs, eat my sandwich, lunchtime comes. Gotta go outside and get something for lunch. Right. Plus another 20. Might be a ten dollar lunch and give me two fives back. <laughs> Dang, now I gotta put these two fives to the side. So that's twenty five dollars just sitting in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So you know, on the way home, might stop and pick something up from the store. Plus another twenty. They give me whatever it is. They give me eight five back. Mm-hmm. I put that to the side. That's thirty dollars. By the time I get in the house, I have six fives sitting in my pocket. Some ones. Just put them to the side and just save it. Right. You know, I don't break any. I don't break my fives at all. Mm-hmm. Um, any old ones I get, I put them to the side. My change, I don't go to the store if I'm busting up change, busting up a, another twenty, and they say, "Oh, it's you know five like ten oh one," and I got a penny in my pocket. I'm not using it because I'm throwing that in the bucket. Mm. Right? So, you know, it's just little life hacks that you have to do for yourself. Now, um, what was I remember? You, you told me you told me a trick as far as like it was, was kind of like denying your your desires, if if you will. Oh was, yeah. It's like um, you know, if I if I want to get a, a breakfast sandwich, I'm not going to get the breakfast sandwich. I'm gonna just make some breakfast at home, and that money that I was going to spend, I was going to put it away. Yeah, you talk sure. more about so, that. Yeah, because I used to have this Starbucks thing, and the funny thing is, uh, Brandon used to work at Starbucks. The mm-hmm. I used to go to. Um, so again, it's a life hack. So you have to figure out what you want versus what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, so you say, you know what, it's cheaper for me to make breakfast at home. Let me just make breakfast at home. And that's that. So I eat breakfast at home. Now I'm going to work. Man, I want a cup of coffee. Do you want that coffee or do you need that coffee? You mm-hmm. want that coffee because mm-hmm. you can drink water. Right. So since you wanted that coffee and that coffee is going to be anywhere, you go to Starbucks, it's anywhere, if it's a latte, it's anywhere upwards of five bucks, right? Mm-hmm. I say five fifty. So instead of spending the five fifty that you were going to spend, transfer that five fifty to your savings account. So every time you get ready to make a decision to make a purchase, determine whether it's a want or if it's a need. If it's a want, transfer that money to your savings account because you were going to spend it anyway. Mm. So since you were going to spend it anyway, you can do without having that money. Right. I had times I wanted a pair of sneaks. My sneaks went like a buck fifty plus. So that hundred and fifty dollars gets transferred over to the savings account because mm. I didn't need that money. I mean, I didn't need those sneakers. sneakers. Yeah. So at the end of the month, because I was so disciplined on saving. Off of my once, sitting on some, you got right. a few hundred dollars sitting there. Right? So instead of paying Foot Locker, you're paying yourself. You pay yourself. Mm. Yeah. And the other thing too, um, you know, when you get paid, every time you get paid, the concept of paying yourself. Mm-hmm. Every time you get paid, figure out some form, some denomination that you can afford to save, and just be diligent with that. Like last year, I was like, you know, I want to save X amount of money every time I get paid, mm-hmm. and I did it for a year. So. December 31st, 2018, I was able to say I did it. Mm. Uh-huh. You know, and it's just a life hack. And it, it, I definitely recommend, um, you know, putting money in the bank. Uh, because you can you can find savings accounts that have high yields. So basically it's um, a high yield is, um, you go, you find a bank that says, a bank, you get a savings account and you say, they say, hey, we have like 2.15% Mm-hmm. APY annual percentage yield and what that is is whatever money that you put in that account that savings account you keep that in there for a year they're going to give you 
15% back on that. That's free money. Wow. So just because your money's just sitting in this account. Right. You know, American Express, I just learned today, American Express has a high yield savings accounts available to you. Doesn't have any annual fees. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have a minimum balance. So you can start that savings account with $5 and just keep dumping money into that savings account and hmm. leave it in there for a year. Don't touch it. At the end of the year, they're giving you free money. Like when you say don't touch it, don't take, don't, don't ever take, take anything out anytime this whole 365 days. Correct. Damn, that's easy. Yeah. So it could be a, it could be something simple. Like you just say, you know what? Every time I get paid, I'm just going to dump $25 right. into the savings account. Right. At the end of the year, they're giving you free money. I just, had, I just had to write that down. So yeah, look. Yeah, so too. we should look. We should all look into an American Express savings account, or a oh. savings account that has the uh, uh, high the, the high percentage yield. yield. Yeah, high percentage yeah, high yield. Okay. Yeah, annual annual percentage yield. yield. Right. So it doesn't have to be American Express, but the things that you definitely want to look for is no annual fee and mm -hmm. no minimum balance. All right. No. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Because okay. those things are important. Because if you're if it has an annual fee, now they're taking money away from you. Right. right. If yeah. they have a minimum balance, they say you need to keep five hundred dollars in this account at all times. Yeah. They tripping. Mm. Or you run into a bank that say you gotta use your checkings account. Or they going they going charging. Yeah. Like what the fuck? What's going? Yeah. Like what's that about? Yeah. I got I got hit with that a couple times. I was like, man, this is like this is my money. Y'all sitting here ripping me off. So right. you know what? Let me go to a credit union where they're exactly. not charging. That was my fees. next question about credit unions. Uh. When you want to put your, this ain't got nothing to do with credit, but when you want to save your money, is it better to go to a bank or a credit union? Good question. I, I think a credit union because they don't have fees, uh -huh. but it also depends on the type of um, dividends they're willing to give you. You know, because if you if you go to a if you go to a bank and you have a savings account, they may give you higher higher dividends on what you have versus going to a credit union and vice versa. So you just have to do your research and figure out who's going to give you the most free money. Mm. They might like that. So, well, I mean, you, you kind of did ask it, but like, should should we put our banks? Oh, should we put our money in banks, or should we just get a safe? Both. Okay. Yeah, do both <laughs> because you know you you want to have cash on hand, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because you just never know when you need it. Right. And if you go to a bank, a bank is going to give you the a bank is going to give you free money if you put money into that those savings accounts and so forth. Mm, so it's kind of like a cash back type of situation. Somewhat. Okay. Yeah, somewhat. It and Sometimes credit, just real quick, sometimes credit unions give you dividends every month, mm. whereas some banks give you dividends annually. Like I know um, the one credit union, Philadelphia, no, not Philadelphia, police and fire credit union, mm -hmm. they give dividends every month. So however much money you have sitting in there, they give you, I think it's like 1% mm. based on that. Like one day I was, something happened and I was just like, where does extra money come from? Mm -hmm. right. It just popped up in the savings account and then I realized what it was. I'm like, oh. Yeah, Let me see, take advantage of this. That's crazy. <laughs> and, and see what Kyle was saying. Basically, if you do your own research, see, most people just go and just do shit, right? So if I go to a bank and they telling me, like, here, I want the Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo telling me, like, yo, and TD Bank, they saying if you don't use your debit card, we just said they're going to charge you. Citizens Bank does that too. Yeah. So, like, why, why won't I just go somewhere where I'm not getting charged? Like, right. and some people really won't even think that way. They just be like, all right, let me use my debit card. And, right. And opposed to just finding the credit union or a bank. That mm. doesn't charge you that fee. Mm. Like, and I went to a credit union, right? And they told me I couldn't get in the credit union. Guess why? Because I got student loans. Oh. That you haven't paid? Yeah. So I got to get on the, like you're saying, everything you're saying is right. I got to get on a payment plan to start paying my student loans back mm. so I can get cleared off. Because I'm on this list. Uh, I don't know what the name of the list is, but I'm not, I got to start paying that back so I can get off this list. Because I can't even open up a credit union. They say, yeah, wow. you got to get off this list because... You know somebody 
Yeah, you can't. I can't get on there. Like, who want to vouch for you? I'm not paying my. I'm not paying my student loans. Like that look <laughs> right. crazy on you. I'm vouching for you. Like we just said, yeah. I'm a vouch for you. But you ain't paying student loans. They're gonna be looking at you like, all right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just just on everything that we we talked about, like, should we get or do do y'all think getting a financial advisor is important? Yeah, I mean these 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 alley questions for y'all. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like talk. I, I want y'all to talk about how important it is to have a financial advisor. I, yeah, go go ahead, man. <laughs> One thing at a time. I've actually, I had a financial advisor, and um, I actually have one right now. I'm thinking about getting mm. rid of them because I actually don't really. I don't think you, if, as, you don't actually need one. You just need to educate yourself because mm. you're pretty much you're, you're paying somebody to teach you financial literacy. And I mean, you're going to tell you about stocks and bonds. You can do your own research about that. You can study the the, the um the patterns and the wavelengths of the actual stocks and bonds mm-hmm. to, to figure out how that's gonna how, how your money gonna how it's gonna come out. Like right now, the economy's doing real bad. But eventually if you know if you had your money if, if through experience, all financial advisor right now is gonna tell you is to keep your money keep your money there. Mm. Because eventually it's gonna come back up and you're gonna get you're gonna gain more than what you put in. Absolutely. You know what I mean on the upswing. You know that- I mean so it's it's really is about you doing your own are you do you have do you have enough time? Because that's the reason why a lot of people get financial advisors because they don't have enough time to mm. surround and, and go over the, do the stuff themselves or free time. Well, yeah. So I would think like I will Enter need the mic. I will need a financial advisor to help me out for for the most part real quick to put me in the right direction because if yeah, I don't know so. anything, yeah. But if I don't, or if I do it my like right now, if Calvin wasn't here, right? That's that my next question. Like, so if if we if we're going to do it ourselves. What are the resources to look at to be able to find, like, to do the research? I mean, you can all say Google, but at the same time, who who on Google is a credible source that I can go to to say, you know what, I'm going to this place because they have solid financial right. information. He makes me feel like he's right about what he's saying. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I, it's... it's it's hard because it's all about who you know. Like, so I was introduced to certain people through my family. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a guy I know personally. His name is. Do you, do you mind if I like? Yeah, his shout, shout him out. His name is Fred Rosenfeld. He works for. He, I'm, he's probably retired now, traveling mm-hmm. the world. But he works for fun, um, Ameriprise Financial. Okay. And he pretty much showed me the game as far as when it comes to investing in stocks and bonds, mm-hmm. IRAs, retirement funds things of that nature investment properties mm-hmm. and it's just you just have to have the, the time and, and the patience to learn this stuff right and i mean like the information is out there you just got to go and get and know where the, the right people to talk to mm. okay well man you just give me a something yeah just like marco said the dude showed him mm-hmm. he didn't know from the gate he had to show you right marco all right, so <laughs> yeah. we need one. So we need one. <laughs> 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 you know, you got to do your own due diligence. You know, I mean, I, after I, after, after he show you. I, listen, after I paid the guy this money, I realized I didn't need to be paying him because I'm telling he's they're telling me stuff and trying to hit me over there with stuff, and I'm actually telling him, no, this is how it's going to happen. Mm, I'm like, okay, okay. know your shit. So no, I mean, it's just you need to talk to somebody to get your foot into the door. After that, do your own work. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I agree okay. with that. Okay. I agree with yeah, that. I, I, I smoke a bag of that. You know what, Chris? I'll think I'll smoke a bag of that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
you know, with it being the, the, you know, the beginning of the year, everybody's preparing for tax time. Um, yeah, so you're going to see a lot of girls with some some big fake asses. You're going to see a lot of dudes in the in the newest uh, the, the news. I don't even know what the newest hot car is right now because it's, it's too much. I don't even care about it anymore. But the thing is, you know, for people who's listening, who do want some kind of financial change, what would be some of the advice that you would give somebody during tax time? Oh. It, it, and this is for anybody. File your taxes. Yeah. File your taxes on time. Because mm-hmm. if you don't. What's on time mean? By Before the April 15th. By the deadline. 15th. April 15th? Yeah. And if you and if you uh, file for an extension, mm-hmm. make sure you beat that deadline for that extension too. Mm. But definitely file on time. And if you end up owing the IRS, make sure you pay those bad boys. Get on a payment plan. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. last thing you want is them tapping your account. Or jumping into your, your your job, sending them a letter saying, "Yo, we need we need dues break." Yeah, listen, mm. I, IRS ain't no joke. I, I and this I can talk about because I got out the situation now. But I remember I had to go to court because IRS they don't play like even though you you can own certain stuff, but properties and and they want their money. Yeah. Right. I mean, they don't play no. They, they coming. Get, they coming for games. you. Mm. They're coming for you. So yeah, definitely file those taxes on time. Make sure you do what you got to do. Set up the you know your payment arrangements if you have to owe whatever. Make sure you get it done because mm-hmm. it's it's theirs. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> the IRS. The IRS. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the other thing is is making sure um, you know if you get a tax return, make sure you do right by it. You know. How, how does one do right by their tax return? Put some money to the side. You don't need to go out there and buy every crap, everything that you see that you want. Like, what's mm-hmm. the point in buying stuff? Right. Right. You know. Or, yeah. Or it's, it's and, more and, of a headache. And, and, and see, that's another thing that really baffled me about women that be having all these kids. Right. It's like you got three, two, maybe four. How many kids do? Does it stop? Uh, you know, I think it's how to have four kids. I don't have any kids, so I don't, I don't know. know. Do you know, Antoine? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. I don't, I don't know neither. I got three. We don't, I don't. It doesn't stop at. Three. It doesn't stop at three. Uh, all right. Cause it, it baffles me how some of these mothers uh be getting all this money back from the state and then their kids still don't be having shit. Oh yeah, because that that's their trip money. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you just gotta yeah, it's crazy. That's all I can say. I think right. for the 2019 motherfuckers need to have a new mindset. You know, like a whole new mindset. Like, so that's this is why we're doing this show. I agree with that, but you don't have to wait until the new year to have yeah, a new mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at all. You can start today, tomorrow, mm-hmm. next right. week, whenever. You don't Absolutely. have to wait until the new year. And one of the things that I truly believe in is, you know, I don't believe in New Year's re- New Year resolutions. I believe in goals, mm-hmm. right? Um, because you can you you need to write your goals, whatever your goal is, write it down. Write it down. Set up some target dates where you're saying, all right, these are the dates where I expect to hit this point in my goal. And set an end date for your goal, so that way you say, you know what, this is where my where my target end date is, mm-hmm. and I need to make sure that I hit it. So, you know, and and the other thing too, if you set a new year res, new year's resolution, start before the new year. Yeah. How about that? You yeah. know, start like the beginning of the fourth quarter, because you have to start practicing in order to get to that to point. get it right. Right. So about preparation, right? Yeah, That's like a good point. People Practice. always want to say, oh, I'm gonna start going to the gym January first. Well, what are you doing before January first to get Eating you ready? Everything. Like, everything. You're not putting yourself in good condition, so you got to start preparing yourself mentally and emotionally and physically mm-hmm. by starting to eat the right things, by making sure you drink enough water, by making mm-hmm. sure that you 
you know, take a walk, you right. know, just to get yourself prepared. Because if you try, if you say, you know what, I'm just going to ball out. Thanksgiving's coming, I'm going to eat everything I want. Christmas coming, I'm going to eat everything I want. New Year's Eve is here, I'm going to drink what I want. And you're going to go to the gym on January 1st. Guess where you're not going? The to gym. the gym. Because <laughs> you're going to be too yeah. tired. Right? Too sluggish. And, you know, one of the things, one of the points that I want to bring up is a quick tip. Um, you know, they say um, if you can't discipline yourself by what, what you put in your mouth, you will never be able to discipline any other area of your life. Mm. So if you can't stop mm. yourself from eating certain foods mm. or smoking, you won't be able to stop. You, you won't be able to stop yourself from doing other things. Wow. So you have to have discipline about yourself when it comes to the things that you put inside your body. Mm -hmm. That's the starting point. Like my mom, she told one day I was telling her, I felt like this was years ago. I was like, man, I feel like I'm like so out of focus, not a whack. I just can't get certain things together. And she was like, well, get your house in order. Mm. I was like, what you mean by that? She was like, clean your house up. Yeah. You know, and I was like, all right, you know, but my house ain't that bad. And she said, well, if you're if your mental is messed up, your house ain't in order. So go right. home and get your house in order. Right. So that's what I did. I took a week off from work. This was 18 years ago. I took a week off from work and I started outside. I cleaned up all the outside. Mm -hmm. Then I went into the basement, cleaned the basement out. Started working my way up to the second floor, cleaned all that stuff out. And I right. was like, I'm not taking anything that I that I want to hold on to and put it in the basement. I'm going to find a home for it on this second level mm -hmm. because I just cleaned this basement out. I don't want to junk it up again. Right. right. Or if I don't, if I don't, if I don't want it, throw it away. Right. Went up to the third floor, did the same exact thing. Once I got all that done, my mental was clear. Everything started falling into place. Right. Mm. That was the discipline that I had to do. You know, I had to get my house in order in order to get everything else in order. So right. financial discipline, you know your health you got to make sure that's in order so just be careful what you you know what you put in your mouth discipline yourself enough to say all right i'm going to be on this diet mm -hmm. and i want to make sure that i eat the right things and once you do that you get that discipline about you move on to something else because now you you hit that target bam you're good with that right you keep on going because you want to like the results that you see just like your bank account you're saving money you see that money stacking you're going to want to keep seeing it stacking because i'm going to tell you this you tap into that savings account you gonna keep tapping into it. You might as well bleed it dry. Zero dollars, right? Right. I'm like, dag, where'd my bread go? Mm-hmm. You know, so. So, and so I, I want to throw this to you. I'm gonna throw it to everybody as well. But I want to ask you first. You know, if you want to become rich, or just I'll say wealthy, you know, financially stable. Mm -hmm. What do you think, like in your life, some of the things that you need to sacrifice in order to get to that financial stability? Well, I mean, a lot. Uh, would be i guess spending habits mm -hmm. um like a lot of the things that calvin was talking about you know mm -hmm. not needing to buy everything not needing to have everything right not spending more than a certain percentage of what you take in every month mm -hmm. and um like not eating out not not going to the movies so much you know mm -hmm. what i mean cooking more meals at home mm -hmm. streaming something get a fire stick or something you know what i mean right. stream stream what you're going to watch most of the time and really like if and discipline yourself if you don't need it then don't buy it i mean that's you know i think i'll say mostly everything anyway yeah cal is anything in your life personally that personally. you feel like you need to sacrifice to get to that next level of financial stability i mean i've done a lot of sacrificing mm -hmm. um but you know you can always do more you, know, you just really for me i, I don't know like just stop buying stuff mm -hmm. you know like i said learning the differences between your needs and your wants and if it's just a want, you know, don't buy it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just plain and simple. That's that's all I got. I mean, right? That's all I got. <laughs> Mount. Um, just 
just producing more mm. instead of uh, spending. You know, just um, nothing's wrong with spending, but make sure just um, I'm bringing more in than what I'm putting out. Right. And just being um, conservative when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And um, just uh, just taking advantage of certain some some certain certain situations, certain things that I've, mm-hmm. I've kind of probably took it for granted in the past. Mm-hmm. No, that's about it. Matt? Listen. <laughs> Eggs, you boil them. You buy cans of tuna fish. Bread, you eat it. And then you go to the gym and you work out and you drink plenty bottles of water. You discipline yourself. That's what I've been doing. I sacrifice. I used to eat out all the time. I was going on. Remember I was going on Devin's? Yeah. I was spending like $80, $90 every other day mm-hmm. on food. And it, I mean, I wanted to eat good, but it was just right. like, I'm tripping. Right. But I noticed, like, I can eat just as good going to the market, buying some canned food. Mm-hmm. And another thing I noticed, y'all, is I by doing that, I can start, I can't cook. So now I'm learning how to cook. Mm-hmm. So, like, sacrificing certain things in certain areas, you kind of pick up some traits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. if you don't cross that line and figure it out, you never will. So, mm. you got to you gotta just sacrifice something. Start with... Start with just, you know what people should start with sacrificing? They eating habits. Like, we spend a yeah. lot of money on junk, and it's not even mm-hmm. real food at that. You took the words right out my mouth. So, if, um, and drink a lot of water. I, I noticed, um, I was looking at something the other day, and they talk about how uh, sugar makes us all messed up, right? Sugar mm-hmm. gets us fat and messes up our body. Yeah, so, refined sugar. Yeah. Yeah, hydrates yeah. so dehydrate. Sorry, sorry, dehydrates So if we drink more water and stay hydrated, because the body is like seventy percent, seventy five percent water, it's mm-hmm. made up like the earth. Right. So if we focus on that and have great thoughts and practice them great thoughts, yo man, you'll be good. And like, yeah. I, like I'm gonna go back to what Kyle was saying, Calvin. You, you don't have to have a mentor, but uh, you know, it's good to. Like the call, like Calvin's the friend, right? The homie. So it's cool to call Calvin, give me some inspiration here and there. My brother Sam was telling me how he got a dude in LA, he a uh, dude named Richie, mm-hmm. millionaire boy, mm-hmm. and he said it blew my, he's like it blew my mind, Maddie. He told me to meet him at the shopping center, so I go there. He said, Yo, we went inside the thrift store, and he said, I don't spend money on clothes. I'm going to the thrift shop. Right. I said I'm a millionaire. How do I keep my money, Sam? And Sam was like, damn, we fools. We over here spending all this money on clothes. And mm-hmm. real millionaires go to thrift shops. Wow. Because they don't care about clothes. They right. care about making more money. Right. All right, I'm done. No, nah, and like I said, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Like, I'm a foodie. Uh-huh. I love food. Like, if I got the money, I'm going to buy a cheesesteak because I love cheesesteaks. Right. If I got the money, I'm going to go to the movies. I'm a, I'm a film buff. Like. Like this is this is the stuff that I do, but at the same time, if I want to get to the next level of financial security, I know these are the things that I gotta chalk up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's hard because I love cheesesteaks and I and, love going and, to the movies. And, and guess what? But you know, but <laughs> like, you know. I, and, I, and I'm being honest. I'm I'm, I'm keeping it funky. Like right. these but, are the things that I like to do, but I know I gotta get rid of these things or I, I gotta cut back from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and, and that's how I was when I uh, like driving, right? I I, I yo love driving you too. You know what's crazy? That's burning all I'm of my gas. Thirty two years old. I got my license at seventeen. I have not had my license a consecutive three years. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Like I haven't yeah. had it three <laughs> years consecutively. Like it right. keeps getting suspended, right? <laughs> so it's that's like now <laughs> when I get my license back now, bro. I'm set. Like I'm like. 
it was to the point where I got a car now, but mm-hmm. I, I would drive it without a license. I'd put it in some girl name. But you know what? I had to I had to sit down and be like, you know what, man? Even though she likes, she'll put it in her name. She'll keep it in her name. Just cancel it. Because, mm-hmm. like, I need my L back. I get my license back on October 12th of this year. Mm-hmm. Right? So... I'm cool. I, I I need rides. I got we got Uber now. I'm just sacrificed staying out the car, and it's crazy. I'm talking to this guy today. He's like, "Damn, you can't get to me." He's like, "What?" He said, "What happened to you, Matt?" What do you mean? What happened to me? He said, "Nigga, he's like, I'm out here driving right now with no license." He said, "All right, like <laughs> I was like you, thinking like that a couple years ago, and I and I didn't have no L, and, and I could be. Guess what? If I had a license right now, I would have had another job mm-hmm. that will." Uh, be better than my other paying job so i have i would have i got two jobs now but that second job that i got i would switch it with this other job and it's just like here i would have had an opportunity to put myself in a better position mm-hmm. if i just would have sacrificed early on so i'm damn sure not getting back behind the wheel like. yo you gotta be <laughs> careful man because like i put myself in some crazy situation my daughter go to college in virginia right yeah don't speed in virginia do not go over the speed oh, limit man. in virginia mm. you do if you go over the speed limit they gonna they gonna get you Mm. So, first speeding ticket I got in Virginia, I was doing 86 and a 55. Damn. So, cop pulled me over, told me situation. I'm like, all right, I knew I was speeding. I ain't going to argue with you. you know, I'm just trying to get home safe. Right. So, you know, get my ticket. Doesn't have a price on the ticket. And I said, well, where do I, how, how do I find out how much the ticket is? How much the ticket is? He says, no, you got to go to court. You, you go have to, to show up to court for this. Right. Mm. So, I'm like, man, I got to drive all the way back down to Virginia for this because I was speeding. So, you know, again, me being me, it's like, all right, whatever, I got to do it. Now I'm starting to get letters in the mail from lawyers like, yo, because you got reckless driving, you have to have an attorney. Mm. And I'm like, now I got to spend money to get an attorney. Right. And I got to drive back down to Virginia and I'm going to have to pay this ticket. And then mm. I started doing research. Find out if you get reckless driving, that's an automatic license suspension, an automatic misdemeanor. Damn. Yo, like for real, like you lose these things in, but that, in, in, Virginia. In, in Virginia. Damn. Mm. Yeah, but that misdemeanor follows you everywhere. Right. That's going to follow you everywhere. The suspended license is just in Virginia and whatever other states that it applies to doesn't apply in Pennsylvania. Okay. So, had to put out money to get the lawyer, had to drive back down to Virginia. And once I, once I got down there, went to court, judge was like, you know, do you have a clean driving record? I said, yes, it's the first time I had a speeding ticket in 20 years or, or more. And he was just like, okay, well, we're not going to suspend your license. I was like, thank you, because my daughter goes to school down here. I got to be down here. Right. And he was like, all right, well, you just, you know, this is what your fine is going to be. Go ahead and pay this. And I said, but I still got the misdemeanor. So he was like, yeah. So I, my lawyer, we walked out the room or whatever. The lawyer was like, you could do an appeal to a higher court. He'll knock it down, take off the misdemeanor, and just you just have to pay a fine. Your license won't be suspended either. So mm-hmm. that was, I, I went ahead and did all that. Cost me sixteen hundred dollars for all of that. Damn. See, right? Then, daughter says, "Hey, Dad, can you come to homecoming? Like last October." All right, cool. Went down, drove down the night before, stayed in the hotel, driving back after homecoming, and speeding. <laughs> Got pulled over. I knew I wasn't going as fast as this daggone cop said I was going. I think he just, you know, ran my numbers and saw that I beat the case from last year or whatever. Right. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to run these numbers up. I knew I was doing 70. He said I was doing 82 and a 55. So I'm like, all right, 82 and a 55 means I got a reckless driving charge again. Mm. I know I got to deal with this whole situation right. again. So I knew what I had to do. So text the lawyer that I had before. I said, listen, got another speeding ticket. I need to, you know, retain you. He was like, all right, I'm going to send you all the documents. So he sent it. Then I had to drive back down to Virginia to get a speed test done to show that my speedometer is off. 
So when your shoes are just speedometer is off, if your speedometer is off just by a little bit, the judge will see, oh, you came back down here and spent some money in our state. Exactly. You, you see the speedometer is off, we'll drop it down, we won't give you a misdemeanor, we won't suspend your license, you're good. Mm-hmm. So it cost me another five, six hundred dollars for that. I'm like, man, this is crazy. And, 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 and you lose time. Like right. my point right. my point in all of this is to say, learn from your mistakes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, you just learn from your mistakes. You make a lot of mistakes. Like we all make mistakes. You just have to take the time to pay attention to them and learn from them and make sure that you do your best to be the best person that you can be. Mm-hmm. And understand that, you know, when you make these mistakes, Spread the word. Tell other people. Let yeah. them know. Like, yo, yeah. I went yeah. down this path. Right. It ain't and the I right path up. to go down. Yeah, and yeah. I made the mistake. So learn from my mistakes. Like, just don't do the things that I did. Right. You know, and it took me two times to get that lesson. But obviously, I needed it. Yeah. But, you know, it won't happen again. Yeah. Definitely won't happen again. Yeah, man. man. That's deep. That's a lot of money. It is. Yeah. That's how it is, man. Like, what you just said made a good point. By you going down there and spending money in that state. His white ed judge, white boys probably like, oh yeah, it's cool. Since you came, you you came down here and spent some money in my state. Yeah, we good. We got you. We got your back. Now, if you was <laughs> on some shit like I ain't doing this and I ain't doing that, they roof you, bro. Hey. Mm. And see, that's why when people get pulled over, yo, what's going on, officer? How can I help you? They're like, oh, okay. If you knew you was already messed up, this this you have, yo, I got pulled over with a, no license. <laughs> them niggas didn't even give me it. Them niggas didn't even take the car, give me a suspended license joint ticket. Or you know what they said to me? By you telling us that you, you, why we pulled you over, and you ain't got a suspended license, yo, just park this shit and go home. I park my shit right on lines and walk to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> but this, the, just I'm saying this because like if you just be straightforward and just a lot of, of these given situations that we find ourselves in. Yo, just be truthful, man. Be mm-hmm. straightforward. And then we're all human beings. Like, once you be a dick to somebody that got more power than you, oh, you was a dickhead. <laughs> right. Like, That's real. All right. So I, I just wanted to bring this back and just this one question. Um, I, I, I want y'all to talk. Well, Calv, I want you to talk about having um, more than one stream of income. Uh, that's important. Mm. You know, just like people say, you have to have a hustle nowadays. You have yeah, to have you a have hustle. To. You know, mm-hmm. you can't survive without a hustle. Right. You, know, you got to have some form of money coming in some way, shape, or form. You know, I wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And We're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah, I make money when I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. People buy the book, so I'm just making money while I'm sleeping. You know, right. I don't promote it that much, but when I do, and every quarter, numbers come in, show me what I got, money gets transferred into my account. Mm. And, you know, that's something that is going to happen forever. Right. You know, you write a book. That content is going to exist past you. Right. It's going to exist past my kids. It's going to exist past their kids. Right. Uh, it's out there. Um, you know, my dad, he, my pa- both my parents actually started my grandma. My grandma, what I witnessed is her doing private duty nursing. Mm-hmm. And she had multiple con- multiple uh, contracts. She would go to multiple people do private duty nursing. My mom did the same thing. She was a registered nurse and she would do private duty nursing, sell mm-hmm. Avon. My dad's a graphic artist. He would do go to work do graphic artists. He'd have a light table in the basement, come home, bust it up, do some graphic art, right. put mm-hmm. books together. So Always forth. working. Yeah. Then you know he put saying? me on the cutting hair. He's like, I'm tired of giving you money. You got to figure this thing out. You know, here goes some clippers for Christmas. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to cut hair. And that just gave me opportunities. You know, you right. Can, man. It's so many opportunities. opportunities. I know. It, and it's so many opportunities out here. We just... We actually get in our own way from seeing the opportunity. Yeah. Because we're so full of excuses and yeah. shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but you just have to have those. You have to have the multiple streams because your nine to five is not guaranteed. 
Absolutely. Uh, it's not guaranteed. Just like you have to have life insurance outside of your job. You can mm-hmm. have life insurance with your job, but once that job goes away, you don't have life insurance anymore. So right. you have life insurance outside of your yeah, job. I got right. two policies. Yeah. One with my job and one outside my job. Yeah. My mm-hmm. pension and I got a, like another 401k type of account too. Nice. Yeah, you got to have it because if you don't, you know, you stuck like Chuck if you, you know, get, yeah. you lose the job. Never happened to you. Yeah, that's yeah. that's something my mom taught me um in high school. She she always said wear as many hats as you can you know so i'm like all right in that case i draw so i started airbrushing airbrushing turned into um shoot clothing design that turned into me doing graphic design and putting flies together in college and still doing it now you know what i mean but even in high school i you know airbrush t-shirts and, and jeans and all of that then i wash cars on the weekend and i worked at avis and it was it, i had like i'll say 13 jobs man yeah no. hey, 13 jobs it's crazy man you like, know what i mean and it, for, for me it was like oh man all right if, if i can if i can maximize like airbrushing tees as much as i do washing cars I'm good, right? You know what I mean. Or even just if if it's not washing cars, it's creating um, flyers or whatever, or, or different designs for people. You know, and now it's up to the point where again I have my own production company, Crispy Studios, where I do photography, I do graphic design, I do web design, I do video production, editing, engineering, all of this stuff. So having this like five different streams of income is is highly important especially nowadays and i'm a contractor for pico right. you know what i mean yeah. so yeah you you, you gotta have it and then one of, I, I, I'll, I'll recommend a book to everybody other than polish we're gonna talk about that in a second but the four hour work week it talks about that having multiple streams of income and you're not working a 40 hour work week you're really working just four hours and you can an hour a day or however you want to do it four hours in a week mm-hmm. you work and you maximize your profits right so one quick one quick note um on the multiple streams of income find out how to learn how to invest you know, that's good that's I'll, something that, talk about that, that i don't know how to do right i'm just gonna be honest but i hear a lot of people talking about the investments that they make mm-hmm. and they, that gives them an the opportunity to make money i mean it's a gamble mm-hmm. but life is a gamble you walk outside your door you might get popped Right. right, you know, you just don't know. So you know, learn how to invest, and that's something that that's a goal of mine for this year is to learn learn yeah, about that's stocks and bonds. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we was just talking about uh, that the last podcast. last week, yeah, yeah. So hopefully by the springtime, we all got a little knowledge on uh, because I put some money into that weed thing, that uh, uh weed stock thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, just still learning with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I went I went out and got the uh, Ameritrade joint. Uh, they told me that was the easiest thing to get to start. It's like a uh, stocking for dummies sort of mm-hmm. like it got the best information for someone like me who's coming in and f- f- like a beginner. Right. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean oh, say it like um, that, but you, so, you just made me think about something. So, yeah. So you're right. Uh, getting into that is should definitely be some good. And, you know, hopefully it turns out. So um, another another resource. um when it comes to like investing, it's it's an app called Think or Swim, and what it is is like they'll you you can invest in fake you can invest in real stocks with fake money. So this way you can see how it is and you can okay. learn you learn the tricks of the trade without actually risking your own money. 
So look up that app and download it. Think or swim. It's, it's a really do good they, app for that. Do they go off of real? It's, it's like, real real time stocks. Just fake, just fake money. Just, yeah, it's real if, time if, stocks. If but you put real money, money in there, okay, right. got you. All right, that's cool. Yeah, very very good app to. That just, was smart. Yeah, that was smart. Whoever came up with that app. Yeah. So, um, to wrap it up, uh, final thoughts, Antoine. If you have any, I'm start with you. And we'll, and we'll we'll go around. Um, well, I guess a final thought would be. Um, and trying to get your finances together, your life together, and all this, um, the uh, first step would be to be willing to do the due diligence, mm-hmm. the research, and be willing to learn, be open to learn, taking advice from different uh, sources. Mm-hmm. And I would say be disciplined. Once you learn what you need to know, mm-hmm. be disciplined, willing to go the extra mile so you can get to where you're trying to get to. That's good. Cal? Hey, so, you know, we make a lot of mistakes in life. We already know what that tastes like. Mm-hmm. You know, it tastes bad when you make those mistakes. So whenever you, you learn something new and you start to, you know, reap the benefits of the things that you learn new, it's a good taste in your mouth. So mm-hmm. just learn from your mistakes and, and, and learn from other people's mistakes. Find mentors, people that, that's, that have done the things that you want to do and, you know, learn about your, you know, pay attention to your finances. That's that's key you know, mm-hmm. because you have to think. The long term, mm. you have to have those long term thoughts. Like, That's good. What, what's going to happen when I become when I do become uh you know retirement age? Am I going to be ready to retire? Am I going to mm-hmm. still have to work at eighty years old? You know, that's what you don't want to do. Right. But it's right. a reality for some people. Right. And you know, you just have to make sure you pay attention to it and learn how to tell yourself no. Mm. You know, that's, Damn. That's, the that's, power that's, of saying no. I was no. about to say that. <laughs> I was going to use that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you have to learn how to tell yourself no. Mm-hmm. And you know, just say no to I'm not buying this, or mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to go hang out, or no, I'm not going to do whatever. You know, that's that's really what it what it boils down to. And again, self discipline. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Brother Malcolm. Um, I second that definitely. Uh, uh, reiterate uh, the discipline. And um, just do your due diligence. And we live in an information age. Information is out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's just within your grasp. You just got to go out and just, you just got to find someone, just ask people. If you're curious about it, just ask. Mm-hmm. Like, and for example, when it comes to investments, I have a few investment tips. I want to just, like, a few actual companies that I'm actually invested in that I want to just, uh, you know, usually I wouldn't do this, but since we're on the topic of it, mm-hmm. this is a, you know what I mean? I'm feeling kind of generous. <laughs> I mean, have, um, first one is VMRGX. Um, you said v- VMRGX? Yes. Okay. The second one is VTSMX. VTSMX. Okay. The third one is M- NFLX. NFLX? Yep. Like NFL. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, X. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay. And C-R-O-N. C-R-O-N. What are, you, what, are you, what are you giving us for now? These are all in the investment uh, oh, okay. companies. And I just said, uh, like my top, <laughs> my, my first five top in, in, uh, in my, my stock portfolio. Okay. It's actually medical, medical, medical. Yeah, one. I see it. Okay. Yeah. Word. That's what's up. I'm, I'm definitely going to put these on. Take heed do your um, your um, your um, just go out there and do your, um, on um, due diligence. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So, just just uh, for people who are listening, he said V M R G X. That's one. V T S M X. N F L X. And C R O N. 
Say the fuck C-R-O-N. 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 You ain't got, you ain't got to tell the, the figures, brother. You, 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 you gave us the tips. Right. There it is. Matthew. My final thought, y'all. Listen, this is what you got to do. You got to be so selfish with yourself, right? Don't even worry about nobody else. Just worry about yourself. Because if you worry about everybody else, you can't help out nobody else. Nobody else. And if you worry about it, but you can't help nobody else. I mean, you won't be able to help anybody else. But you, damn, I messed all. If up. you worry about I everybody else, my bad, y'all. You Listen. can't help yourself. So you gotta be selfish with your time, your energy, everything about you, because you gotta be the provider for not only you but everyone around you. Mm. Now, if you don't want to be that, then just be a bum, be a hermit crab. Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Go back in the house and chill. But it's real people out here that want to make some real moves, that want to do some real things and help people out. Mm. And I think coming into the 19 or like or kyle said just now fucking mm-hmm. 19 just start now like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. get off the couch do something productive do a push-up all you doing is pushing up pull up all you doing is pulling up that's all you gotta do y'all and i just want to say i appreciate the book polish appreciate it and it's signed and it's signed. if you hit this mic one more time in my face guys <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's my final thought. Just be selfish, be due diligent, and g- let's get it done, man. Word. So, um, my final thought, real quick, is um, securing a bag don't mean shit if you don't know how to manage the bag you're securing. Uh, when it comes to money, it's our duty as men, especially black men, to understand how it works. If we know how money works, we can get a better understanding on how the world operates and we'll be able to navigate throughout life more carefully and more strategically. We all aspire to be wealthy. If not wealthy, at least financially secure. If you at least want to be financially secure, you have to educate yourself on how money works. Face it, we're we're not going to win the lottery. Get that fantasy out your head. If you want the long money, as we say, you got to play the long game. What's the long game, you ask? The long game is financial education, then taking what you learn and applying it to your bank account. The long game consists of generating multiple streams of income investing more than splurging the long game is not about fucking up the bag at the club is more so buying the club the long game consists of learning the difference between assets and and liabilities what's adding value to your life in your bank account and what's draining your spirit in your pockets dry last but not least but most important the long game is all about discipline that's what you've been saying we've all been saying this word this whole show discipline um, instead of partaking in the turn up, stay home. It's it's safer and it's a hell of a lot cheaper. The bread you was getting ready to trick off at the bar, a restaurant, Starbucks, whatever, put it in the safe and forget about it. It doesn't make sense that you will ball out and well, you will ball out and God forbid you pass away. Your family has to do a GoFundMe to pay for your funeral. Let's not let's stop hustling backwards. So that's my final thought. And briefly, we really get it get a chance to talk about this book polished um and you've heard matt say this phrase like this whole show about getting a mentor and this book polished is a mentor in a book and cal can you talk about it real quick yeah so yeah it's my it's my baby it's the first of three three books of the series of polished mm-hmm. uh, polished a young professional's guide for success is basically a mentor in a book it gives you know tricks and tips on how to navigate and build your career how you should present yourself how you should speak 
you know how you should dress mm-hmm. um it's not a bible it's not saying these are the things that you should do and need to do these are just giving examples and it mm-hmm. has some real life stories based on my personal experiences things that my mentors have taught me things that i've experienced along the way of things i've noticed other people experience and i've gotten their permission to write about their stories inside of the book mm-hmm. um but basically you know just wanted to wanting to help people out and want to see people become successful in life no matter where you work whether you're working at a mcdonald's or if you're working at uh you know a fortune 500 company 500 company is just Mm -hmm. giving you a leg up and a hand up and giving you an opportunity to you know learn how to get a mentor learn how to be a mentor those types of things so again it's the first of three where can we find it uh it's available on www.cpspeaks.com you can go to amazon you can go to barnes and nobles it's there um, you know, it's, it's available. But if you go to my website, make sure you purchase it through Balboa Press because I get the best, the biggest return on that. Mm. But if you want to go ahead and get it from Amazon or Barnes and Noble, go for it. You know, I'll still get paid off of it either way, making money while I sleep mm. and just living life. But yeah, just, um, you know, if you happen to pick it up, shoot me an email. Let me know what you think about it. You know, find me on, on Instagram. Just look up Calvin Purnell. It'll be there. Instagram is Mindfully Speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook is Calvin Purnell. You can find me there. And LinkedIn, Calvin Purnell Jr. as well. So reach uh-huh. out. Any questions, happy to help. And, you know, again, enjoy life. And I thank you guys for having me on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks coming. for coming. Thank you for coming. And Antoine, where can they find you real quick? Um, on Instagram at Antoine Raw. That's Antoine, A-N-T-O-I-N-E, underscore R, underscore A, underscore W. And on Facebook at Antoine Stout. Malcolm. Yes, uh, MGXPOV at um, Facebook, Instagram. Maddie Mac. Matthew Mason. Facebook, Instagram is Lavelle Mason. For me, Chris Purnell, well, Chris the Diz Purnell on Facebook and on Instagram, Cool Guy P. Also, Crispy Studios, C H R I S P Y S T U D I O S. And go to my website too. Um, crispystudios.com and also last but not least but most important um join our facebook group or our facebook page no the no vaseline podcast if you got questions if you got comments if you got topics that you would like for us to talk about put it up on the uh on, on facebook we'll we'll interact with you we'll you know we'll chop it up and that's just what it is so until next week man with love i'll say fuck all y'all we out yeah, yeah.